This week on Dueling Review, it is Captain America number zero, or should I say Captain America and Captain America, taking on Arnim Zola, as uh, Arnim uh, wants to turn everybody into uh, Arnim... Uh, Arnim Sauruses or Zemosauruses or whatever it is. Zemosaurus Rexes. Yeah. It's, uh, doesn't make a lot of logical sense. Well, especially since that's, that's Stegron's gimmick. Yeah. You would think that he would, well, maybe that's, maybe that's a bigger plot that's being built up because this is definitely this issue, especially at the end and how it ends is very much a trailer episode. Yeah like a preview of coming attractions where they're setting up a well, lot of stuff yeah. that's coming, but at the same time you get a lot of action in this book. Yeah. It's a classic zero issue, but it's also a zero issue that has a lot of flash and bang and all sorts of cool things going on, which, you know, honestly, I, I kind of prefer that. I always feel like the, the traditional zero issue where nothing really happens. Yeah. Is, Sometimes it feels like a waste of time, especially since you're paying full price for a zero issue these days. Yeah. But I I do feel like um, I was not necessarily super psyched about the upcoming Captain America series. But after reading the zero issue, I feel like I'm more interested in both books. And yeah, I, I think like I think so. And they even they, they even joke about it. I mean, uh, Steve Rogers and um, Falcon, uh, Sam, Sam Wilson. Wilson are, you know, really good friends, and that's been built up both in the comic books and also in the movies, I think. If you've not read any Captain America comics except for this one, and you want to pretend that Steve Rogers is is young again in the movies, this feels like the buddy-buddy stuff that these two had in in the movies. Um, yes, they, very much so. They joke with one another. You know, they talk about, oh, which one are you going to be called? The uncanny Captain America? The amazing Captain America? Uh, you know, just what, making fun spectacular of spectacular Captain America. Yeah, you know, you they're making totally fun of Spider-Man and they're making fun of the fact that there are comic books that are called that. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that they're having fun with with their friendship and their relationship and also teasing that there are two Captain Americas in this world. And at the end of the day, they're like, there's so many Spider-Mans. Who cares? We're just going to be called Captain Americas. But uh, yeah. if, if if you're looking for a ton of action, this comic book is nothing but action from page one. And I like yeah. that a lot. I really like the fact that it gives us little moments throughout the book. There's a point where Captain America is trapped in Zemo's rocket. He's like, I really hate rockets. And I just feel like, you know, those kind of those kind of moments really make it feel like we're we're drawing on all of that Captain America history. It's not necessarily, hey. Uh, now, Winter Soldier movie just came out, so all of our comics are going to be the Winter Soldier for the next three years. This kind of feels like, well, we know that, that there was a Disney Plus show with Sam. It was successful, so we can do that. But then we can also do some weird stuff with Steve, and everybody's going to be fine with it. And I really enjoyed the character interplay. Mm-hmm. I felt like the only character here who really wasn't a lot of fun to read about was was Zola. Because again, this doesn't feel like a Zola story. Yeah. So, and but see, that's the thing that I that I find very fascinating because Arnim Zola, a German, a Nazi, you know, fo- follower mm-hmm. of Hitler, mm-hmm. is very much spouting at times communist ideology, spouting <laughs> racist. It's so it's like he doesn't feel like 
the Artem Zola that you might expect. He feels like somebody is just throwing in every bad guy trope at mm-hmm. once into into this character. So at one point, you know, he's uh, Artem Zola is uh, talking to Sam Wilson and talking about, oh, you know, the racist, the racist uh, America. That's the America that you're here to defend and all these bad things. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, but that's what that's what the Nazis were. So, you know, the, how could you say that your your regime is going to be better? And then he's talking to Captain America about uh, capitalists, uh, how capitalist America is. And it's like, well, that's, mm-hmm. that's communism talk. That's, and so it just really You're feels controlled like controlled by the military that built you. And just, uh. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's really good uh, monologuing from the villain. I really like all the villain monologuing that goes on here, but it mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't have a consistent through line unless again, that's the point because how does Arnim Zola build an entire rocket to destroy the earth inside of a giant skyscraper with nobody noticing number one. Number two, <laughs> as you said, he wants to turn everybody into some like uh, Arnim's Sauruses or whatever that they are. The Zemo Sauruses. Zola Sauruses. Yeah. yeah. And why, why aren't they called, um, uh, why aren't they called like, uh, Zola Lacrums or something like that or, uh, yeah. Simularmans or something. Uh, but, right. and so you said that that was somebody else's shtick. So I wonder mm-hmm. if that isn't the bigger story arc that we're going to see here is that, Maybe when they sit down and think about it, oh, Arnhem isn't right. What's the thing with the Winter Soldier tease at the end? Something about that isn't right. right. Why are they teasing, um, uh, not Peggy, but Sharon Carter and some of the others in this thing? And it just Peggy's feels like, too, yeah. oh, is she in there? I couldn't remember if she was in one of the flashbacks. because Yeah, don't Peggy draw her. and Sharon are in that same image when you see the oh, shield okay. and the faces in the shield. That's okay. Peggy and then Sharon. Because and, see, um, everybody knows Peggy Carter from from television and from the Peggy Carter comic book. And that ain't the right. same Peggy Carter. So, uh, but so, but that's what I'm wondering is if those clues of Arnhem not acting correctly or not, I don't want to say he's acting not, out of character because not he's in seeming himself. Yeah. I wonder if that isn't part of some bigger play that's coming on. And if that somehow doesn't translate into, I'm sure it's going to come up uh red skull and Hydra at some point. Could be. I wonder because this feels less like a Zola story and maybe more like a, a Baron Zemo or somebody else. And or I'm a Brainiac, if, Brainiac story is what it felt like to me. Yeah. I'm wondering if it was conceptualized with somebody else. And then they said, no, that character's off limits because, you know, Busick is using him somewhere else or something. Yeah, I could. Um, I don't know, because when you think about Captain America, and this is a big title book. I mean, this is a big A level book for Marvel mm-hmm. that if you're going to do that you're going to want to include as many of the, the Captain America villains as you want, whether that be Arnim Zola, whether that be Red Skull, whether that be uh, um, uh, Zemo, Baron Zemo in there or, or whoever else that you got in there. It feels like you're going to want to try to include them if you can. Again, I'm not saying that there isn't some bigger conspiracy going on behind the scenes of the story. There very well may be, because that's the whole point of Captain America. And anytime you're dealing with Hydra and I'm not saying we're dealing with Hydra, but I think we're dealing with Hydra. I mean myself, but that's me. And I don't mind Hydra. I don't mind Hydra at all. I think it's, I think it's fun providing that or, you know, that they end up becoming inept characters, right? Uh, you know, or, or, uh, monologuing crazy people like the red skull used to be in the, in the silver age. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that stuff works, but when it's like, ah, we are Hydra and we have taken over all of America. In fact, the red skull is the president right now. Oh, sorry, Nixon. Um, mm-hmm. I think that stuff starts to stretch credibility just a little bit. Although in today's America, maybe not so much. 
Well, yes, and also no, and hopefully more no than yes. But you do also have a couple of things in this issue that make me feel that they are trying to make that connect of this is what Hitler did and this is what X people in the modern day are doing. And, you know, Captain America probably, you know, since the movies, but even before that, Captain America has more chance to be a politically minded comic than, you know, your average Batman or Spider-Man or Captain Marvel story. So yeah, I, I feel like if you're going to do that, if you're going to really lean into that, kicking this off with a big, crazy former Nazi trying to blow up the world and turn everybody into, into, you know, <laughs> dinosaurs, a relatively wacky comic booky threat. Yeah. Then you're going to throw these guys into whatever they're going to have and go from there. I really do kind of like the use of Zemo here with one exception, one small exception because Zemo Zemo. I keep saying Zemo. Arnim Zola is a chairman and in the movies he well, talks like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a moment where he's like, I have destroyed everything. None remain who will defend your America. Then he looks up and he's like, oh, come the bleep on. Yeah. That moment, that line, I was just like, oh, really? No. But also, I liked it. I mean, it's a, great, it's a great moment where you have your character coming in and smashing. I mean, it's yeah. that's why I said this feels it's it's a lot of action and it's very trailer ish. Right. So if you remember mm-hmm. when Mark Wade did that run on Black Widow and remember that mm-hmm. first issue of Black Widow that we read, it wasn't a Black Widow zero yeah. issue, I don't think. But it's where no, she's it was trying issue to one. It was that Wade Samney run where. Yeah, where she like, was trying to get off of uh, the shield helicarrier and it ends with her jumping motorcycle, jumping out the out the side of the helicarrier. That's what yeah. this issue felt like. It felt like that big spectacle of look at all this action that we're packing into this. And if this is what every single issue is going to be like, which it won't be, but if every mm-hmm. single issue is going to be like this, then yes, give me captain America one. Give, give me what's the, what are the two titles that they're using? Uh, all star uh, captain, captain America. America, captain America, Sentinel of Liberty. Oh, right. Sentinel of Liberty is going to be a book that stars Steve. Yeah. And then Sam's going to have a book, captain America, symbol of truth. Yeah. 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 So in those two books, it makes you want to go. Yeah. I want to read these. If that's what this stuff is now, mm-hmm. would I prefer that again, if I were doing this and it, it's not, it's not out of the realm of possibility with Marvel, but I've mm-hmm. talked before and I will talk again about my love of the um, Legion and the Legion of Superheroes and the Legionnaires books that came out in the 1990s, where one week was Legion of Superheroes, the next week was Legionnaires or as Legion Legionnaires, and they were numbered on the outside, so you knew which order to read them in. But I would love if they did that with this, to where it's still kind of a team book, but it's they've got their own little side quests that they go on in each of those because the team up of these two together felt really good. And I don't want this to end up just being an excuse for yeah. saying, oh, it's OK that we have two Captain Americas. And this is the only time that we see them team up for a bigger, a bigger conflict or a bigger uh, story, because I think that these two together could be a bigger story. Yeah, and I think we'll definitely see that. But, you know, if you look at the pre- uh, preview material in the back, the uh, two-page spreads, you see Sam, uh, Captain America, with the new Falcon, Joaquin Torres. Mm-hmm. 
And then you actually, they have uh, Steve and the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. at least working together in these first issues or the images. Yeah. Of those and we have issues, the, so. the Marvel solicitations uh, yeah. for July are up. And so it contains the information for uh, Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, symbol of truth number three and sentinel of liberty mm-hmm. number two so they're already mm-hmm. off they're already off by july uh from these well, one, no. is, I mean, one they, is getting a third issue and one is getting a, a second issue if they if they split them like a week or two weeks apart they're not necessarily going to come out in the same month don't think of it as being off think of it as being in a different well, as someone who has to put the sneak peeks up on the major spoilers website uh every single week it is very glaring when all of a sudden a comic that uh is listed as number six and should have come out uh, six months ago is suddenly showing up in the comics that are suddenly yeah. uh, arriving this week. So yeah, I uh, bet it's really difficult to go through. I mean, it it would be much easier if it was a one shot and didn't have a number. On no, number. W- it would be much easier if people <laughs> would just release their comics on time. Is what the is what the deal is. They they oh, solicit yeah. they solicit stuff easy. they solicit stuff three months in advance. Uh, complete with covers and art and everything, yet they can't get it into the comic book store six months later. So that's well. You, I mean, you got to have that uh, ugly painted Alex Ross cover where everything's orange. And it depends green on. It reason. depends on because there's a lot of covers for this one. Uh, I don't know who did. I, I know which Alex Ross cover you're talking about. You're just being. Yeah. You're just being. Uh, my, no, my copy has a really, really ugly orange and green cover. Um, but Captain there are, America is red, white, and blue. This is yes. orange and green. There are a number of different covers on here, and mm-hmm. I was trying to look and see which one. Uh, the one that I shared, this is probably, no, both of the, let's see. Oh, this is the wraparound cover that I'm looking at. This is the Mark Brooks, or yeah, Mark Brooks cover, uh, which mm-hmm. really looks good. There's also an Adam Hughes variant cover uh, that I like and a Jim Chung cover that I like. Uh, but I know what your complaints are about Alex Ross. I don't necessarily agree with you. That's a matter of personal taste, uh, I think, for people. So uh, for bottom bottom line for me, though, I really, and again, I'm someone who complains a lot about the price of comics. This is a $5 comic that uh-huh. is really, really worth going out and picking up. It is fun from beginning to end. It doesn't uh-huh. feel like it's a slog to read it. It doesn't. I mean, they're paying fans. They're paying fan service in the comic. Uh, you can tell that right. that's going on, but it's not. Um, it's not talking down to you, kind of fan service, where it's like, oh, we know you wanted this, so we're just putting it in here for you, so that you'll go, yeah. Um, it's all very natural in how it plays out. It doesn't feel forced, uh, mm-hmm. and so I, I like that kind of stuff that's going on. I like that this feels like a trailer for things to come. I want to see bigger things coming uh, in this, in this series, mm-hmm. but knowing that they're splitting these into two different books going forward, it just really feels like maybe they're not, maybe they're just going to have Sam stories and Steve stories and never the sh- two shall intertwine. Oh, I'm sure they'll intertwine every five or 10 issues. You know, I feel like for me, the big takeaways are, I really love the tone. I really like this art. I want to, I want, cause that first page of uh, Zola just standing there being all, I have no head. That is a really great shot. That's such a cool, cool shot. Um, I like the fact that it does reference Peggy. It does reference Sharon. 
it does reference the five Captain Americas in the Captain America network that we had that six issue limited series about mm-hmm. over the mm-hmm. over the winter. I like the fact that you have a little hint of a villain who I think is uh, T'Challa's brother, the White Wolf. Yeah, I didn't know who. Yeah, I didn't know who that guy was. I just figured, oh yeah, yeah. so Black Panther's going to tie into this somehow. He and... was talking about you would make a great Wakandan, a better mm-hmm. leader than my brother. And at that point, I'm like, okay, well, if he's a if he's a Caucasian man whose brother leads Wakanda, he's the White Wolf, a hunter or something, something. But um, for me, Captain America Volume Ten, Number Zero, is a rush right out in a buying frenzy for one very important reason. His head wings are back. Steve has wings sticking out of his head. They're not like printed on the side of his cowl. They're not, we're not ashamed of him having head wings anymore. He's got the head wings. Even at $4.99 for this issue, you go, you buy it. He's got head wings. Everything's going to be okay with the world because Steve Rogers has wings on his head. Yeah. Wings there you go. Uh, so the there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, two thumbs up uh, from us on Captain America number zero out this week for yeah. Marvel Comics. Definitely go and check it out. Uh, I I want to see big things out of this yes. out of this run, and and I think that this kicks off. And again, uh, both of the writers of the of the two uh, separate series they are writing this together, so you know yes. that that this stuff is is intertwined. Oh, man, it's so good. the The dialogue is so good. The action is so good. The art is so good. Just everything yeah, in here nice. is really really good, and I dig it. And I think you will too. And so there you go. Uh, help us pick out next week's show. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers. You'll see a little poll or a little uh, post that asks you to let us know what comic that's coming out next week. It's a next week comic, not a this week comic. A comic that's coming out next week, and the uh, one that gets the most votes will be the one that we will review on the show. Or maybe uh, your review might pop up on one of our other shows or even on the website yourself. Who knows? Uh, there are so many awesome comics that are coming out each and every week. I know that there's one out there for you to find and enjoy. So get it there. Find some comic books that you want to read and uh, talk about them. And we will uh, talk with you next time. Take care. This podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.